0: Welcome back to the Spawn on Me podcast. I'm Moises Yan. This is going to be the next to last of our E3 2016 recap coverage. Brought to you by the good people at Drobo. Go to drobostore.com. Use the offer code SOM100 to save $100 off your choice of Drobo 5D, 5N, Drobo Mini, or any 8 or 12 bay model over there. Cicero himself has been playing around with a Drobo 5N for a few weeks now. You'll be hearing him talk about it on upcoming episodes of the show But the beauty of the 5N is that instead of plugging a computer into your external storage that you have your media on, that you have apps running off of, that kind of thing, you've got apps in your Drobo 5N that run on your network. You don't need to plug in a separate computer just to run Plex. Uh, You know, you've got a CrashPlan app built into it so you can back up your data to CrashPlan. You've got loads and loads of other ones that are packed right in. Go to Drobo.com, learn more about the apps available on the Drobo 5N and the other networked Drobo devices. When you're ready to buy one, use the offer code SOM100 to support the show. Today we start out with Cicero interviewing the developer of Manifold Garden, and then he joins Khalif to talk to Plantronics.
1: Spawn on me, Manifold Garden, William Cheer. Here we are on the show floor in the Sony booth. Meeting up with an old friend that I met at the Twitch Chicago meetup. He is in L.A. He has his game Manifold Garden here with with him. On the show floor, Chicago, say hello to William Cheer. How you doing, man? Hello, I'm am doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing great, man. I'm hot, I'm sweaty, I'm running around all over the place, uh, but I had to stop and and see you because you know we live so close, one, and you've got a fucking amazing game that is in the making. Um, think inception meets an acid trip uh trip and and uh and add a puzzle add, add puzzling elements to it and you've got manifold garden um how did where did
2: this come from uh yeah well inception was a big influence you know right seeing on. that scene where they fold paris yeah. in half and start walking up the wall and i was just like what happens if you do this what happens if you grab a box from or you know a wallet from this like when you change objects and the gravity, what happens? And the film didn't really answer that, but I right. thought, you know, a video game would be a really great medium to kind of tackle that from a systematic standpoint. And, and, and tackle it, you have.
1: Um, there, so you, you basically, I guess, I, I would try and explain it, um, or maybe I'll try and then you can clarify. Um you you can walk up to a wall and then you can uh you press the r2 button and you change your gravity to the wall and the wall gets a new color and there are boxes and those boxes open up new stuff um yeah yes, sure. yes. well, well the, the game is uh
2: it's Feel true, free to um, say uh you fucked that all up <laughs> <laughs> That was that wasn't bad, right? Um, yeah, but you you know the game is is very much a metaphor for the past several hundred years of physics, right? Like you have Newton and he starts with gravity, and by the time you get to Einstein, you're thinking about the shape of the universe itself, like wow. space-time is bending. So wow. at the game, in the beginning of the game, you learn how gravity works, right? right? Which is that you can go up to any surface and press R2 and you change that. And, we, and the different gravities are color-coded. So there's red gravity, blue gravity, and blue objects fall towards blue gravity, red objects fall towards red gravity. And so you start off learning that, but then when you, the time, by the time you get outside, you see that the world wraps around on itself when you fall off there's no death the screen doesn't fade to black there's just another version of the world beneath you and another version beneath that and another version beneath that and you can just you can choose to fall forever if you wanted to Um, or you can like stop some point and maybe do some more puzzles (laughs) yeah Uh, but all of that that is all the puzzles are there just to sort of get you to start thinking about things a little more carefully. You right. know? They're, they're not tests, they're just like slow down and, and attention to what's happening. Right on. Yeah.
1: Right on. So, uh, so like you said, the game's been in development for three years. How big is your team? Uh, so, most of the time, it's I've been
2: working on it alone and, uh, you know, about a year ago, I've been able to bring on some contractors to help me out with programming. Here and there, uh, as of three weeks ago, I just brought on a programmer to help me work on the game. He's working full-time, so I guess now we're two people.
1: Right. Okay. Um, wow. Wow. Uh, for, for two People, let me tell you, are, are really for like one and a quarter person. Let me tell you how amazing the game is. It's very minimalistic, but it 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 gets to you. It really does. It really does. The way the way that you use color, uh, the color accentuates things. They're very uh, sharp angles. Um, it is very very stylistic. I think that people immediately. Will stop and, and take a look at it because it's just unlike anything they've really ever seen.
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of that is, you know, kind of due to the limitations of my own skills as a 3D modeler. <laughs> so, but, but, I've kind of developed an art style that allows me to do some things really well, and and in a very, you know, in a very fast way. And that's, I think, we've been able just having been working, having worked on the game for so many for so long, I've been able to kind of iterate and refine this one particular. Style, right. and uh, yeah, I'm really happy with how it how it looks now.
1: Right. Uh, so uh, we we see it here in the Sony booth, so that's safe to assume that uh, Sony is going to release it as an independent game on on their PlayStation platform. Uh, yes, on the PS4. Okay, yes. right on. Uh, do you guys have a uh, kind of speculated release date for it?
2: Uh, Not yet. I I do. My plan is to release a game within the next 12 months. Okay. Uh, We are, you know, this is my first game, so I'm not too familiar with, like, at what stage of development I'm in. Right. It does feel like, I mentioned this earlier, everybody talks about the first 90% and the second 90%. Right. I don't think I'm in the second 90%, but we're almost done with that first one. Yeah, right. And, you know, right now there's about three hours of content all connected through. I have more content but they're just not, they're not, they haven't been connected yet. Right. So we're kind of working
1: on that middle, late stage of the game. That's awesome. Uh, so, uh, quick question before we get out of here. Uh how has your E3 been? This your first E3? Second E3. Second I was E3 here last year as well. Oh, showing Manifold Gardens. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So how has it been? What's the difference between this year and last year, both in the game and in uh, the reception that you've received, and, and how you feel about where you are in the process?
2: Uh, well, so this year the game is a lot bigger. You know, last year it was just for sort of this one level, and now it's all kind of connected. Right. A lot more polished, running a lot better. I think currently it's running at sixty frames per second, and I don't. Think it was running this well last year Right. Uh, in terms of how I'm feeling I mean last year that was my first E3 it was super overwhelming it's still overwhelming but at least I know to expect it at least I know it's coming right, right. I know there's going to be then at this drop down later or so I'm not as like <laughs> panicking about missing out on stuff like I know the drill right, right I think
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly so uh William um let's why don't you let everybody know where they can find out, see screenshots, what have you, of, of Manifold Garden, where they can talk to you and uh, let let everybody know when you're going to actually be on an episode of Spawn on Me, bro. Yeah, well, that I,
2: I would be happy to come on the episode anytime, so you got to let me know that. <laughs>
1: uh, but people
2: can find out more about the game on the website, which is just Manifold.garden. Okay. Pretty happy with that URL. And then I'm, of course, on Twitter and Twitch. Right. And it's just my name, William Cheer, C H Y R. All right. And did I stream. I, did I call it? Manifold Manifold Destiny? Uh no no no. Oh, okay. That's uh all right, all right. Yeah. All right. that was our April Fool's joke. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> uh and you stream? Yes, I stream uh every weekday from three to five PM Central Time. Right on. Uh, just at twitch.tv slash William Cheer.
1: Okay, right on, right on. Uh William, thank you so much for uh, showing the game. Congratulations to having it. Out here on the floor, there's a crowd wrapped around here right now just looking at your game. There are plenty of other games around, but there are people stopped checking out yours, man. So that's that definitely says something. And, bro, I'm going to see you around Chicago, man. We're yeah, going to grab definitely. some beers.
3: For sure. All right. All right. Take care. Take care, man. All right. You too. All right. All right, folks. We are here at E3 2016. We are chilling in the Plantronics booth. We have a full room of cats up in here. Some will be talking. Some will not be talking. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that is because, you know, people have Super things. secret. Super secret things. Won't to say who they are. Yes, exactly. We will now say who they are. Um, okay. But we are here hanging out. Corey Rosewan, how are you doing, man? All right. What's going on? Chilling. I'm so happy we finally got to meet. You hit us up and was like, yo, come through. See what's going on with Plantronics. We have some really dope stuff to show you. And I know that besides the product line, you guys are are, are already displaying, which is really dope. And I really appreciate the fact you guys had, like, specific things for very specific tech that's coming out. I want to know how you're doing. How's your show going so far?
4: Right now, it's going really good. I'm I'm making the most of it. I got the uh, friendly uh, E3 fire alarm troll (laughs) at 2 a.m. this morning. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that worked out great. So anybody saying at the lows, anybody heard anybody saying at the Lowe's, we we got hit up. Uh, oh <laughs> Major man. companies were impacted, so oh, man. all were not happy at 8 a.m. this morning because we had to get that bus and get on over here. You had, oh, the, you had the
3: Greg Miller fog machine moment at the, at the hotel. I see. Yeah, Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> nicely <laughs> done. Nicely done. <laughs> so uh,
1: so you're up you're up in Seattle with Plantronics. Um, but where are you from? Are you from Seattle? No, man, I'm from New Orleans. New Orleans in the house, yes, NOLA. Uh, uh, indeed, yeah. So, uh, what was it like growing up in New Orleans? And uh, and uh, obviously, um, you know, the elephant in the room when you, whenever you talk about NOLA and black folks is uh, you know how, how was your family after Katrina? And and uh, you know, uh, how, what what have you done since you, since Katrina? Have you been back? And and uh, what you know what does your city look like in in relation to what it looked like before and yeah. has it recovered well first let me start that's a lot
4: man that it that could take is. an hour but that uh, was a really I, deep i'll keep question i'll keep right it, I'll keep it con- concise yeah. growing up in new orleans was a true blessing man i mean right. a beautiful vibrant diverse city with music art food um, people that um, i've never met like that in the world, some of the most beautiful women you'll ever find. And I, I, I say that um, with with all cred. Um, <laughs> beautiful place, man, to grow up, to live. Um, you know, things changed over over time, and Hurricane Katrina really, truly did a number on the city. Right. In the sense of, um, I mean, in, in many ways, it washed out the sins and the souls in, in some respects, man. Right. Of what went down there. And uh, to have been on the ground and, you know, been really active with the people impacted. I mean, had a, a couple of friends that died. Mm-hmm. Um, family got out, you know, all okay, safe good, and sound. Uh, but then to to have them and to, to watch them live like refugees, man. Right. I, right. Mean, I, I mean, we were able to directly make sure, you know, my immediate family, my, my parents, my grandparents, my sister were out and safe and, and, and living with, with me or Extension right. Place, uh, but then you had, you know, a lot of cousins that right. you just, you couldn't let, you know, I mean, you, you but, and you then they, they didn't really right. want it. They wanted to be their own people. They wanted yeah. to manage on their own and, um, you know, going down, me and my boy, to drive down to the Astrodome, man, mm-hmm. when the buses came in from yeah. New Orleans yeah. was some joint that I, I hope no one would have to experience. I right. mean, you're literally watching 50 buses, at least, that patch, right? that right. convoy, just full of people, man, with the clothes on their back. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, you know, gracious to the people of Houston that, from my experience directly, took right. took in everybody and, and really cared for them. I was living in Houston at the time, just oh, okay. before the storm. Oh, so wow. Okay. I got to impact and see it from both ways, if you will. Right. Um... And, you know, the the city's been reborn in some ways. Uh, it's the the new hipster millennial mecca. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I grew up, honestly, I never had, had Mexican food growing up in New Orleans. You just don't have it. Right. Like, right. There's a Taco Bell in the suburbs, but I only, you know, you <laughs> right. don't go to <laughs> right. Taco right. Bell. <laughs> and now, you know, like there's food trucks and taco trucks and you can get, you know, homemade guacamole in eight different flavors at a spot and i'm like wait hey, this is where i grew up this is <laughs> right, wild So, right. you know overall man it's coming back it's um definitely a place for a lot of young folks uh game loft built yep. their studio yeah. there and okay. that's yep. been sustained right and um no definitely you know if you want to have a hand in rebuilding the city or Interacting from scratch, New Orleans is the place to be.
3: Right on. Do you feel like the, the kind of transition that you've seen happen in the city, you know, you see when kind of new things kind of unfortunately move out of a state or move out of a city depending upon gentrification right. uh, or, or natural disasters that people kind of then remake those places in ways that they didn't think about before? Uh did you see some of that happening in New Orleans and also New Orleans you don't really think of it as a tech place uh, to hear GameLoft being down there. Yeah. Do you feel like some of that stuff is kind of moving in that direction at all?
4: Well yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a it's, a, it's weird to be honest with you. I mean yeah. um there's a uh, a cell uh maybe not the best use of terms but just a big group of people in tech that grew up in New Orleans and we all moved everywhere else. I mean right. I got yeah. right. friends, a lot of friends uh Atlanta Houston, Dallas, out here in Seattle, L.A., San Francisco, all from – New Orleans, wow. all from Baton Rouge area. Wasn't black
3: Explo- uh the football game the BCFX yes, yes. BCFX BCF- BCFX yes yeah 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 yeah
4: I know some folks were involved with that yes. yeah 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 yes. that
1: shout was right out right to out Virginia, Virginia State Jackie University
3: Bushman. oh God sweet yeah VSU Trojans this negro in the house, baby. this negro just loves to scream out black colleges for the sake hey, of hey man, man. <laughs> listen Trojans are everywhere baby oh my God anyway that's <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <Jeez. laughs> all good all
1: good
4: Yeah, man. I did a semester at Xavier. It's so all good. All right, right on. Shout there out to go. Gold Rush. There love, you go, baby. I love
3: baby. is like the walking BET Awards, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just like roll up. I want to
1: thank God. Uh, yeah. God and Hampton right, University. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. Go you go know, Ben, the bitch is, uh, <laughs> okay. is over. Is ahead. It's over for God. There you go. go ahead.
4: <laughs> so, yeah, no, nah, tech, tech being part of the city is definitely part of the rebirth, especially the computer science tech. Yeah. I mean, we built the uh, – The external fuel tank for the space shuttle, that was a source of pride growing up in New Orleans, but uh, no longer. Uh, But no, definitely a lot of the tech crowd left back in the 80s and 90s. And uh, it is interesting to see it come back and for them to try to be building this like Silicon Bayou movement. Down in New Orleans, I kind of love
3: that term. That's that's actually actually really awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, you know what? Let's let's bring it back to Plantronics. Yeah. Uh, What are you doing for them? Yeah. So I am um,
4: director of business development, and I head up the esports and gaming uh, groups as well. And so, what we do on the global level is work with publishers, work with esports providers and uh, the best and the brightest to really build out solutions uh for competitive multiplayer gamers.
1: Yeah. Oh, right on. Right on. And, and you know, um obviously you guys you guys have great equipment. You've been around for a a, a long time. Um you're you're like you're like the vanilla of and, and you know, and that's not a pejorative. You're like the vanilla of of gaming equipment. Um you know, they're they're the, the, the vanilla? Uh, the the or the chocolate. It's or like- the chocolate. <laughs> but 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 and it's not a pejorative. You know, ride with me for a second. I'm gonna ride right with you, I'm yeah, gonna right. give this one, So okay. you know, so there have been a lot of a lot of companies that have come around um, that have been flavors flavors of the month. Um uh, who's you know astro astro's been around for a little while but uh, who's the, who's the new real sexy one that everybody is all about now I mean now? I mean
3: turtle beach and razor turtle beach kind of, yeah those folks yeah, have been in there yeah. but
1: you guys uh, have been but there but skull for a candy long time, right? skull candy's mm-hmm. really you know they're really sexy right now but you know what everybody knows who plantronics is everybody knows that uh, that you guys aren't going anywhere um, you know you're you're like the Roth IRA um they, <laughs> they we, I, we, I get the vanilla uh metaphor now exactly we know we know if we put our money here um we know that if we spend our money on plantronics uh products that they're going to be quality products um indeed you yes right um and and um in the, in that vein uh going into esports you guys really do have some sexy products right now um how are you? How are you guys doing in terms of sponsorships with these with these sports and and uh, working? Are you guys working with teams specifically, or are you working with uh, organizations? Or are you working with just sure. events?
4: Yeah, good question. We really have been focused on uh, strategic partnerships. Okay, and with those strategic partners, it's a mix of licensing, uh, a mix of sponsorship, licensing, co-marking, co-promotion a really strategic co-development, if you will, to build out the best and brightest. I mean, just for example, right there by you is the Rig 4 VR. That is a uh, VR virtual reality headset designed and built for the PlayStation VR that we sat down with Sony to uh, figure out, like, look, you know, you're going to have millions of people out there looking for VR and specifically on the PlayStation platform because, you know, you buy your VR headset, plug it into a PlayStation PS4, and you get to go. Right. Versus some of these other platforms where you get home, i ain't got my uh, <laughs> Oculus, my ECC, can't right. wait. I'm going to be playing some e Valkyrie next thing you know. Oh, you know, you get this little compatibility chart and like, "Oh, I'm and sorry." Have your right.
1: Attention, please. Right. The exhibit
4: hall is now closed. All right, All right. that's cool. Thank you. I'm kind of sensitive now after that fire alarm. Right, right. I know exactly. the voice of God. Exactly. <laughs>
1: having flashbacks. <laughs> voice of God just <laughs> right, came through right, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yes. <laughs>
4: so uh, yeah, like I was saying, in terms of um, working with Sony on right. the rig for VR, right. it's something that we really see is being. Um, A really great opportunity to introduce folks that are coming into VR that are fairly new to it with a very comfortable, reliable headset with really high-quality components and really to give them that superior fit to anything else they're going to find, especially for
1: uh, the PlayStation VR platform. Yeah, and and you can see that the cups... Uh, the, for the ears are oval instead of round. Yeah. Um, and so that way it, it's more ergonomic for, uh, buzzwords, more ergonomic for uh, for people that are wearing the headset. And, it, and it, so, you, I mean, you guys actually made it for PSVR.
4: Oh, we made it for the PlayStation VR. I mean, yes. like... That's awesome. We were so early in the development of PlayStation VR, they wouldn't even let us, like take one out the building like we're like wow. yo can we just like we're gonna you know they're uh, Sony's based up in um, San Mateo California right, and we're right. in Santa Cruz which is about 60 miles away and so we're thinking yo we're just gonna bring it down the street we send all the NDAs they're like yo you know how about you come over here <laughs> and you know you can look at it right. and, and figure it out and uh, I mean that's just some real industry talk wow. some yeah. of my folks will know if you work in like real early on on things, yes. yeah uh, like some dev teams out there would be yeah. like, oh yeah, can we get the dev kit? No. Right. <laughs> right. But <laughs> yo, your whole studio can come over here and <laughs> camp out in this room for right. a couple of weeks right. and yep. play around with some things. <laughs> yep. And uh, some of my folks out there that uh, that probably can't go into any detail will right. tell you. Sometimes <laughs> it's like that. Like, mm-hmm. you just got to go camp out and, you know, work, you know, career advice uh, to the folks out there. You know, if someone says, no, nah, you can't leave with this, but we invite you to come over right. and play around or, or experiment right. with it right. don't turn that down yes. right. that's how that's called the hookup yes. yeah yeah yes. Uh, yes. some folks i mean i've seen folks walk away like no 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 wait they won't even trust me to let me take it I'm like right. no
3: yeah they're inviting you in right, take right. that yep so right. so, so i want to kind of shift back towards esports uh, and seeing as how, you know, I, anywhere I go now, I see you folks on ESL. I was watching the Mortal Kombat tournament the other day, and Plantronics is there. The Hearthstone, the Hearthstone tournament, you guys are there. It, it, the, the combination of your your brand and esports has seemed to be kind of synonymous at this point, where everywhere you go, you will see your stuff. What's the kind of conversation about the kind of overarching parts of that as well? So we see uh, folks, and we talked about this on a, on a previous show, of like, athletes are now getting into this space and it feels like the new the new uh uh, uh, not the restaurant, or not the fast food chain, yes, or, or not the 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 the, the, wa- or the the car wash, right? But like, let's get ourselves an esports team.
4: Right. Yeah, I would say this is the new ex athlete toy, if you will. It yes. feels like yes. that. brought on by brought um, on by their dependents, and I, I have a sample size of one. <laughs> so uh, Echo Fox is yes. a League of Legends team yes. yep. owned by former NBA star, and for those that may not be aware. Uh, the ex-husband of Vanessa Williams, Vanessa, Rick Fox. Will- Vanessa, I don't understand
3: yes, that, yes. but keep going.
0: Uh,
4: he got more props for that than he get for playing ball. Yeah, he sir, did. Yes, that? sir. Yes, yeah, sir. That's true. So uh, he had his son <laughs> there, and I don't think that's the one with Vanessa, but, you know, him and his son were, um, you know, there with the team. They own the team. Yeah, yeah. And um, – the word on the street, you know, he put in several six figures and maybe seven wow. uh, to build this team up and wow. to invest in it and serious about esports. Uh, rumor is that Shaquille O'Neal is yes. getting really interested. Yep. He did a, a Counter-Strike Go promo if anybody's right. seen it. Right. Now, this is a big corner. It's Shaq. I mean, Shaq was being Shaq, but the right. point that he's even associating him with himself with this right. and his brand with this just tells me that eSports 1 is here to stay, and it's only going to get bigger. ESPN is starting to cover it on the .com. They're going to probably start broadcasting from it. Turner's already broadcasting, trying to get a leg up on everyone. Fox is probably going to be right behind them, Fox Sports. And Mm -hmm. so when you look at where eSports is going, it's only going up. It's only going to get more lucrative. I can tell you right now, I won't go into it, but a major college conference
3: Really? Is
4: looking to straight up get teams competing.
3: That's interesting. Yeah.
4: I think we got the nice light. We got about two minutes. Right. Uh, you yeah, no yeah. warning on that?
3: No worries. So uh, I, I think
1: the... Uh the news is already out uh, that the SEC, oh, okay, is is involved in in esports in a in a very well. Very in that big case, play. it's too,
4: because I'm not talking about
1: the oh, SEC. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, and the Big Ten. That's right. Oh,
3: interesting. Yes, interesting, interesting. and so yes, yeah, right.
4: The, the point is is that once they can start to l- legitimize teams playing against each other, and can put it on their networks, and get any kind of ratings, right. Uh, That's going to justify college scholarships. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the cost of college is going up. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we're talking, imagine a school like USC. Yeah. If you can play esports, you can play this Call of Duty, you can play this Counter-Strike, you can play this League of Legends, we're going to give you a ride. Oh, that's $60,000. Per year. Yes.
3: Well, let me well, since we have since we're short on time and we have to let you go in a second, the the one question I want to ask in that vein and I would love to get more information on this and talk to you more about this later is we also be often uh, often see once big money gets into a space, black faces get moved out of a space. I know it's a long I know it's a long kind of answer that would have yeah. to be dug into. But kind of give a little bit of a, a quick kind of thought process about what you think about how that may kind of transpire in, in, in the yeah. Future. I
4: would say that uh, now is the time for 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 folks of color uh, all all ethnicity, anybody that wants to get in. Now is the time to get into it. Yep. Uh, it is somewhat of a meritocracy. We, you have covered on this show previously some of the reactions. Yep. That. Um, this one brother Terence saw mm-hmm. when he was almost winning his Hearthstone tournament, right. and he right. got into the once he got into the money. I don't know if you noticed that. Once true. he got into the money, yep. is yeah. when people started getting really mad. Like, wait, hold right. oh, up! This cat here is about to win some cash. Right. Oh, wait, hold up! Right. We gotta we gotta troll him now. Right. We gotta say something about yeah. it. Right. When he was, you know, and so I'm not to, I'm to say that there are resources, there are people that won't allow that. To continue going on. Right. But the other data point is that it got to be more behind him. Right. Yes. Because the way, you know, the way to pull out the people that are going to, for all the people that are going to get upset just because somebody that's black or brown is actually winning a tournament, well, I want to put more people in to play. Right, right. And to show the skills that they have, to show the, Hashtag intelligence it takes <laughs> to play a team game and right. actually win right. League of Legends or some other titles, uh, but the opportunities are there and it's something that so many kids of color are doing right now. They're right. playing these video games. Right. And uh, go back to I think about Sinbad where you always say party with a purpose. Right. Well, mm-hmm. how about playing with a purpose? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because we spend out I mean, a lot of folks spend hours, hours playing hours. games hours. Mm-hmm. and get good at yes. it. You know, get your crew, get your team, learn from the best. Street, watch the streams, get better. Right. Enter tournaments. Right. Start winning. Right. And I'll tell you right now, I mean, you get a team that you know has got some black and brown talent on it. Right. It, it, they will have a value prop to go out there and get. When some of these pro athletes, or ex-pro athletes, or whomever, they just gonna want the best team. Right. Yeah, right. You know, they see some folks from some major urban areas that like, oh yeah, we got a team. I, I, that's where the that's where
3: the rubber's going to hit the road. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm hoping to see that stuff uh, pop yeah, go up. ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, we're just going to wrap it up really yeah, quick. Yeah, um, Yeah. hopefully we'll see some more stuff like that. Hopefully we'll be able to see corporate sponsorship. I don't know how that works. I doubt that Plantronics would be able to do that because they are so tied to some of the kind of uh, uh, bringing in the equipment for those things. But... It would be nice to see other companies kind of dig right. into that hole and maybe pull it, put in some of that money to make that kind of grow in the way that we see and know it can. Because we see it in yeah. esports. We see it in YouTube. We see it in Twitch. Major corporations are getting major money. So go on Corey, ahead.
1: Corey, you know, I, we're getting ready to get out of here. I, w- mm-hmm. I want to say, um, first and foremost, Spawn on Me is about uh, black voices telling stories of people of color. Uh, you're a person of color in the gaming industry uh, at an executive level uh, it, you know it's an inspiration for others we want people to hear this and know that they can aspire to do things in this industry if they are not you know uh, at, you know at gaming inclined or what have you right um, is Plantronics doing anything first off is Plantronics doing anything in terms of uh, minority initiatives uh, and also plug the line? plug yourself and say your code
4: yeah i would definitely say that um plantron is definitely committed to having a diverse workforce diverse environment and and definitely being very inclusive uh i myself as an individual uh further expound upon that to mentor and to provide advice and feedback and connections for folks that really are trying to make it happen in this world because I mean, if you ever think about the term "self-made," no one's really self-made, <laughs> right? You know, even if you worked your tail off, you had people along the way that accepted you, that took you, gave you a level playing field. Because sometimes a level playing field has to be established; it right. isn't just there, right? And so, with that mentality, I, you know, I, I do offer myself up. Um, you know, Ciro at Ciro's on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on on Facebook as well, Corey Roseman. And, uh, you know, I'll engage as much as I can to try to help move people a foot forward and, and keep the motivation going and keep things going. Uh, in the gaming space and beyond. Right so so, right we're, so
3: we're about to get up out of here. Again, these are the kinds of conversations that Spawn Me will bring to you. Yes. These are the kinds of conversations that we want to have in this space. And definitely thank you so much, Corey, for hanging out with us. Uh, pleasure.
4: Take care. Hey, man,
1: uh, yep. sh- shout out uh, your daughter and her honey, man. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, uh,
4: folks out there, if you're interested, uh, my, my, my daughter's been working on some hot honey sauce. Uh, we think that this is going to be some, some pure D-sweet fire that's coming out. <laughs> and nice. um, I guess you can follow me on Twitter. I'm going to be putting up some more shout-outs about it, man. You know, um, the name of the, the company is Herb and Farm Northwest out of Seattle, Washington. Right? And you can look them up on Instagram. And um, it's a, a product she helped develop, man, at 22. That's right awesome. And, uh, right truly on. something that uh, drizzled that little down some of your chicken. And, uh, yeah, you'll be impressed. Black excellence, man. Black Black excellence.
3: That's what we want, man. Corey, thank you so much, brother.
0: That is going to do it for this installment of our E3 2016 recap on Spawn On Me. Follow the show at Spawn On Me on Twitter. Follow the network at ESNFM. Follow Khalif at Kajakins. The Stubnosticator, Cicero Holmes, at Stubby Stan. Support the show by visiting our exclusive E3 coverage sponsor, Drobo. Go to drobostore.com, use the offer code SOM100 to save $100. Spread that around. You can pass that along to any friends. We won't mind. We've got one more of these recap episodes for you, so stay tuned.